this episode of The Full Nerd, RTX 2060 again, Black Friday PC deals, and your questions answered, some of which... Welcome to Full Nerd, episode 189. I'm your host, Gordon Maung, with co-host Brad Charkas. Hello, Internet. Someone always looking for the deal, Eleni Yee. Hello. And Adam Patrick Murray, controlling the vertical and horizontal. Uh, real quick before we start, Brad, I got a bone to pick with you. Uh, I needed you in fantasy football to win last night, and you didn't. Because uh, if you would have won, I would have jumped from 8th place, which is last in our league, up to 6th place. But now I only went to 7th place. So, Brad, it's all, it's all your fault. I didn't even notice all the way up here, number one <laughs> spot. I mean, up here in the perch, I don't even notice what y'all are doing down there. I, you know, it's fighting for scraps down here, and we need—I needed you to lose so I could jump up at least out of last place to to six. But you know. yeah. I, you know, and I'm sorry—I've never actually looked into fantasy football, but it's fun. Is that like sort of like uh, a football D and D kind of thing? Like you have like, are you actually have like you buy actual? <laughs> characters and put them on a on a, on a dungeon map it's actually I mean, a grid kind of you're building okay. your own team you know everyone's got a role uh something to play Other, okay. the, the story isn't your own it's it's the players uh on the field doing the the story but interesting interesting <laughs> uh, i was starting to say that that could be a fun twist for it but i think that would probably be the least successful spinoff of all time <laughs> nfl just doesn't seem like a natural fit uh, NFL well, the board game. Well, you, you know somebody like Gronk would just be constantly like in pain and hurting. Uh, yeah. Uh, anyway. Barbarian smash. Anyway, I just had to had to publicly out you that I was just very angry at you, Brett. So I heard Tom Brady had that plus three. Next football. week I'll win. Plus three football. Oh wait, actually, oh yeah, that was, actually next, that was minus next week it's PSI ball. Ah, uh, Brad, you're gonna crush me. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, anyway, let, let's. Uh, you, you know what else is crushing? things out there is just the gpu people need gpus so maybe nvidia is here to help relieve the uh the gpu anxiety right uh maybe uh maybe uh this this news is a bit of a bummer but also not a bummer at the same time uh so last year nvidia we actually i think were the first ones to confirm it brought back the 2060 to help combat some of the gpu shortage issues uh Obviously didn't help very much. Uh, but now it's looking like, according to a flurry of rumors, as well as some recent ECC filings from Gigabyte, looks like by the end of this year, early next year, NVIDIA will revive the 2060 with 12 gigabytes of memory instead of 6 gigabytes of memory. So the new budget card from NVIDIA may be its mid-range card from two years ago with a buttload more memory. And that, uh, mem- that memory will help. How? Because isn't the wasn't the twenty sixty already just a ten eighty p kind of target card? It, when it came out, it was like fourteen forty p ish. It still can be depending on the game. It would be a ten eighty p card these days. Uh, the twelve gigabytes of RAM would be definite overkill. Uh, is it a yeah. super class or is it a? NVIDIA hasn't mentioned it whatsoever. This is all based off rumors and ECC violence. So I've seen some people saying, you know, this will improve the G- GPU situation because it's an older node on TSMC, unlike the RTX 30 series, which is all the latest node from Samsung, which is true, which also would have been true for the six gigabyte models that have been revived for a year now to some degree. Uh, bringing this back as a 12 gigabyte card 
uh, it makes me think that possibly an RTX 3050 would not be very competitive. Looking at its performance in the laptop space, it's not that much better than last generation's options. So that kind of makes sense. Uh, I've seen some places kind of spin at it as this is a way to fight back against miners. Uh, I don't really believe that's true because, one, it has 12 gigabytes of RAM. To the 2060 itself, there's no change to the GPU. It's been out for two years at this point. And right now, I just looked on eBay before we went on the show. It's going for 500 to $700, the 6-gigabyte version, uh, depending on the model, whether or not it's used or new. Uh, still does 33 mega hashes a second, which is roughly the same as the RX 6600 XT. And I looked up nice hash. You'll still make two bucks a day with a 2060, 224 if you're just doing straight F. So it could still be used by miners to make them 60 plus dollars a month of prices where they're at right now. So I don't think it's a way to kind of combat miners, but I, it would be nice if there is just more GPU stock in general in the world. Especially theoretically lower end. <laughs> See, if they were just bringing back the 6 gigabyte 2060, if they're like, we're just going to start making this full force again, I'd believe that. Because like you said, that is a 1080p card these days. 6 gigabytes isn't ideal. You'd prefer 8, but 6 gigabytes is fine for 1080p. Uh, loading it up with 12 gigabytes of RAM, it makes me feel like it's not going to be that low end of a card. It feels like it's also RAM, a good RAM way to been charge a issue. Right. Yeah. So yeah. it's really it feels to me like a cynical way to say, you know what, things are bad. Here's a twenty sixty, but we've doubled the RAM because the MSRP is going to be essentially higher out the gate. We know that, but you're getting twelve gigs of RAM, which is not going to help most ten eighty p players. Nope, nope. And I wouldn't be surprised if it's about the same price as it was when it launched. It launched, I think, at three thirty or three fifty, and I wouldn't be surprised if it's ostensibly 330 but that's like the 3060 right now has 12 gigabytes of ram and it's ostensibly 330 bucks but in reality it's nowhere near there because you can't get 12 gigabytes of memory for 330 bucks these days uh it's gonna be the same with this so i don't expect it to be that low end but hopefully just getting more out there will be good i feel like I feel like you're being optimistic that you think it would actually still be re-released at the old MSRP. I feel like with the 12 gigs on there, it's going to be a play to like raise that a little bit. Well, NVIDIA still sticks by its prices, which are definitely... Their MSRPs are unrealistic at this point in time. I think what AMD did with its 6600 and 6600 XT are much more realistic for what you're actually paying for RAM right now. So I think uh, the 3060 for 330, you will you will not find that anytime soon. Uh, large part being that 12 gigabytes of GDDR6. This is going to have that same 12 gigabytes of GDDR6. So I wouldn't be surprised if they roll it out for 300 bucks ostensibly to make it look good in reviews, kind of a deal. But in the real world, it's going to be much higher. Uh- People are wondering if, if this happens. This is all rumors again to stress all this. Nvidia has not announced this part. This is there's been a lot of rumors over the last few months, and now it's starting to show up in gigabyte ECC filings in Europe. Hmm. So that's what we're going based off of. And sorry, you, you might have mentioned before, but there is some question. That, do you think it's GDDR five or six in this card? Uh, what was the twenty sixty? I think it's GDDR six. Yeah, I think the i thought it was well yeah because so don draper in the youtube chat is asking wouldn't 12 gigabytes of gddr6 just take away memory from rtx 3000 series 
Yeah. Well, my guess is... It depends if RAM is the constraint still at this point. Because if there's plenty of RAM, you might as well just... If there's availability of of 6 and it's not an issue, then why not do it, right? And then also, people complain 6 gigs isn't enough. Yeah, but it would be for 1080p. The 12 gigabytes... I feel like NVIDIA might feel like they're shoehorned a bit because they came out and put that on the 3060, even though it's overkill for a 1080p card like it is because they were combating AMD. So they just have a real funky lineup at this point. But it's a lower-end card. I mean, I wouldn't expect a 2060 to have more RAM than a 3060. I think they could have just stuck with 6 gigs. But, I mean, I guess it's acknowledging it doesn't matter anyway. It's sort of like pretend pricing because... Yeah. I don't even... Yeah, but you're like... It is three thirty for a thirty sixty, but my my daughter's friend just paid like eight hundred dollars for one, right? So, <laughs> is it does it make sense to even price it at three hundred dollars for Nvidia, or do they just like you know what? I don't I don't know I don't know what you do because I I don't know either. They're I don't know MSRPs aren't realistic no matter what number you put on it these days anyway, and there's no way they would put a realistic price tag on it. Like even if they expect this to sell for five hundred dollars on the street they're not going to put that on the price tag because then it would get horrendous reviews. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I, would it really I just though? looked. The 2060 was GDDR6. They could convert it to GDDR5 for a new bottle, in which case, I mean, that would still be fine, I would think, for 1080p gaming uh, and would deter miners a bit. But if this part winds up real, we'll have to see what they do with it. Would the would the increased uh, VRAM help with uh, ray tracing or DLSS or anything like that? It should. It should actually. Okay. Uh, RAM really? limitations were an issue with yeah. When you start turning all that stuff on, it could be memory intensive. And part of the issue with the twenty sixty because it did only have the six gigabytes of RAMs is it would bump into that limitation mm-hmm. a bit. So it could in fact help when you turn on ray tracing. Because uh, so somebody was saying, well, why not just bring back the sixteen sixty super and give it twelve gigs or something? But I was like, oh, actually, well, it's the RTX they want. <laughs> they want the ray tracing. Yep. They want the DLSS support. Yeah, if they bring this out instead of an RTX thirty fifty as their budget option, then they could still say RTX from top to bottom, mm. which I think would be a great step forward for NVIDIA in the industry, honestly. Is, so there is a 30, is there a 30, God, I'm so out of it. Cause I mean, frankly, I haven't seen an EGP in such a long time. Are there 30, 50 desktop cards? There are not. They only launched in laptops. Mobile. Okay, and mobile the, the, the performance was a bit disappointing compared to last gen. So I wouldn't be surprised if, they looked at scaling up to desktop and said, you know what? We could just bring back the 2060 and I have to use the cutting edge process node and have two suppliers doing GPUs. Like it might make sense from a business standpoint. Yeah. I'm, I'm hoping it really sort of, I, I hope there's enough of them. I mean, I know people are going to like groan about them even doing this, but anything at all to alleviate, especially on the sort of lower end of the spectrum, that's a little more affordable is good mm-hmm. news. I just, I just hope there's actually enough of these these boards out there that people can get their hands on them. Yeah, I'm not optimistic. I'm not optimistic about anything at this point. At this point, mm-hmm. uh, like mining just keeps going. Uh, I was looking at 3dcenter.org in Germany and Hardware and Box both recently did GPU price checks. You know, for the month, Hardware and Box been doing them every month, so it's 3D Center for Germany for the last couple of months, and everything is still 2x MSRP. And they found that even 
they found that supply isn't so much the issue as much as they're getting put in bundle deals or in desktops and stuff like that where you can get charged more for them. Mm-hmm. So it just kind of feels we're going to be in a bad place for a little bit. But at least that does get cards into people's hands. You just got to buy. I saw some ridiculous thing somebody flagged to me this morning on, on Twitter. Where it was like, <laughs> New Egg had a bundle with like two motherboards, two AMD motherboards. Yep. Like not even matching too. It was like a one was a was random as heck. And then that's just gouging. Junior. That's just gouging people. I dislike that. <laughs> I dislike. I just like the idea of bundles to begin with. I can get it in a situation like this. And but two motherboards. Come on. I, but I wonder <laughs> is that really gouging though? Because it's, I guess sort of like if you looked at that deal and it's like, well, that's a stinky deal. I'm not going to touch it. But then you went and talked to somebody like, are you interested in buying one of these boards? They get a board. You get your GPU with a board, and you know, I mean, it just it's it stinks. But the alternative to that is to sell the card alone, and it'll just you know turn into vapor before you even get it, your hands on it. So, maybe I just kind of think anything at this point is better. I mean, uh, I'm not, I'm not. I'll say yes in general. I think bundles are a way around it a bit, but two motherboards, come on. <laughs> I mean that's. <laughs> That's, I mean, I, I think I'm sitting between you two. Like, I wouldn't call it gouging, but I think the amount of friction they're trying to put into the buying process is a little ridiculous. Because, I mean, two motherboards is hard to get off your hand. Like, to get one of them off your hands is a little difficult. And I don't think you're going to get the resale value on that either, the way, you know, you would hope. Well, two. One is none, two two is one, Elena. You gotta have your backup board. Like, oh my motherboard blew up. Luckily I I bought two when I bought my <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, speaking I mean you guys are the same way. I mean it's nice to have extra parts on hand, but I don't think most people operate the way we do. <laughs> it is a it is a strange way because I'm kinda like expecting New Egg to be like you can get this thirty sixty, but you're gonna have to buy this thirty five pound turkey too, right? Like, what? I, I mean, that's a pretty actually, big turkey. I want actually, a smaller turkey. Actually, I feel bad. like a turkey yeah, would, would be still t- better. Yeah, I would take no, a but I mean, it would be like a motherboard, a turkey, and then this toaster oven, like sneakers, what? and then sneakers, <laughs> and actually the sneaker one is size ten, the other one size twelve. Like, I'm, uh, <laughs> that's, all, all this talk kind of drives home another point that I think is important to kind of keep in mind around this, like. Even if supply is starting to get better, as Hardware and Box says they discovered talking to retailers, and things like the 2060 12 gigabyte do start adding to that even more. We're at the point now where the retailers themselves, like Newegg, like Ant Online, like all these things, have paid so much for these cards from their distributors that even if supply evens out, we're going to have a few months of rough sailing because they're not going to let these cards go for less than what they bought them for. Mm. Yep. So I have a feeling that this will stretch out a little bit longer than we expect, even yeah. if supply does, in fact, normalize, which I don't think we're quite there yet. But yeah. do you think we, it would ever really do that, though? Because it feels like even if you have to buy mismatched sneakers, a turkey to get your card, <laughs> people are still doing it. I don't care. I'm like, again, like the, my kids' friends, that have the amount of money they paid for, you know, normally $300 GPUs is just sort of like mind boggling. I'm like, I can't believe you bought these cards for that much. So I just, I just don't think these, I don't think, I think by the time we get to where supplies increase, even the existing stuff is all going to be gone by then. You know, it's all, everything is being snapped up, period. Even the bundles. 
I think, though, that there are people picking it up at these prices, but I don't think their volume is very high. I mean, we've seen it ourselves. Like, even the big tech tubers have said, like, they're losing traffic. Like, people are just turning away from PC building. So I'm not sure if we're necessarily going to get a rush of people to snap all that up either. Yeah, the word's got to get out as well. Yeah. But just... there might be new GPUs coming soon, which, you know, more GPUs is good in what we got going on right now. So, huh? I'm actually surprised. So I, I go to, I always, I get these emails from Ant Online. They always seem to have bundles. So Ant Online, if you want to go, you could get a 1660 Super with a power supply, 509. That's actually not too unreasonable. I mean, honestly, and a keyboard, I think. Considering how lousy there's the world your sock. <laughs> Actually, uh, somebody on in on Discord, David, friend of the show, uh, said that there was an HP pre-built mentioned in a PC World deal, Deals article recently. I guess it was yesterday. I don't know. Uh, and it's a 1660 Super inside an entry-level gaming, a Ryzen-powered entry-level gaming PC for 550. Oh, that's pretty yep. good. Get that? Yeah, we've been including that in there on purpose. And if you did want to get a newer card. Like, I think you can pay $300 to upgrade to a 3060, which is MSRP, essentially. So that'd be a good route to go that route if you felt like buying a whole PC around it. Yeah. I 3060 Ti, uh, 890. Jeez. 3070 Ti is uh, 12, 1240. Ooh. With, so with the power supply, 750-watt power supply. Looks like a keyboard mouse too but you know i hate this bundling so much well (laughs) but if they didn't but the thing is i'm saying the alternative is card sold alone right yeah but now you're getting saddled with stuff you don't want and usually a lot of this bundled stuff is eh you know the stuff that they're not selling so much of so they're using the fact that you want this graphics card to like that infamous gigabyte power supply they didn't. No, I they weren't one. selling them because they were blowing up, <laughs> and now they're like, "Well, if you're not going to buy them because they're blowing up, we'll bundle them with the graphics cards." Then, oh boy, <laughs> no. Elena, do you want to chime in? You're the you're the uh, anymore because I I I still think I know people don't like bundles. I don't wish they had to resort to it, but the fact that you could go out and and get a 1660 with a power supply and keyboard and mouse for 509 is kind of surprising me because. I'm kind of used to months of like even the bundles all being gone. So the bundling is working. I just kind of think like I know people are angry about it, but the alternative is if they sold the cards alone, there would be zero available, period, right? I mean, I mean, wouldn't we agree that's what would happen? Mm, I think the answer is still the EVGA Q system. Yeah, I still think people, people are, are buying the bundles cards. regardless and then just being saddled with something, uh, especially with a power supply. Yeah. I mean, I like having extra power supplies on, on, on site, but I, I think it's more like if you if you already have a power supply and you're good with it, not many people upgrade their power supply that often, so you just have an extra power supply. Yeah, I mean, I would say that you're not wrong, Gordon, that the bundles do, like I said, add friction to the buying process. So it slows down like how fast these cards are snapped up and then scalped or, you know, resold at super high rates by like individuals. But I have to still agree with Brad and Adam and chat that it's it's not the way to really get these cards into people's hands in a way that doesn't still leave them 
with things that they can't use or which means in essence they've still overpaid right like sure you're getting something for that extra cash but you still overpaid because you don't need you know whatever extra (laughs) gigabyte power supply got thrown in there i would still argue that a pre-built as much as people hate them especially like on some of the places that i visit like they hate pre-builds it's still a better way to go because if you're going to resell something a lot of times what you can do is actually just harvest the card and then if you got like say an intel system or like a you know apu system you can resell the whole pc to somebody else who wanted a pre-built for less money so it's I would argue a little easier because, I mean, if you have like a random motherboard or you have like a random power supply, yeah, you could go onto like a hardware swap on Reddit or whatever, but it's probably not going to get people picking it up as fast as a whole pre-built because people are also just building less right now. Yeah, no, definitely. That makes a lot more sense. And, you know, I I would recommend because it is way easier to, to, you know, sell off a, a built system ready to go on that you put your older graphics card in, right? Somebody will buy it. Whereas mm-hmm. you're right, you're mm-hmm. you're going to take a soaking if you try to sell this stuff. Right. And something that's important to keep in mind, which Elena walked around but didn't flat outright say, uh, <laughs> Ryzen processors, aside from APUs, don't have integrated graphics. So if your hope is to buy a pre-built PC, take out the graphics card and resell it, uh, you're going to need to put another graphics card in there if it has a Ryzen processor, which the HP deal that we have on PC World does have a Ryzen system, so that's why I'm making a point of stressing this. Uh, or looking for an Intel one, because they have integrated graphics, so you can just sell those as is. By the way, Brad, they, on Ant Online, they have a um, EVGA 2060, 650-watt EVGA power supply, uh, $600. <laughs> so... It works out if you need both. <laughs> well, you got to figure what, like, that power supply is... $75 maybe if that so it's basically $500 for a 2060 500 plus 6 gig that's 6 gigabytes <laughs> yeah well it's 12 gig it's definitely <laughs> worth worth more right so I, I much rather would go for the turkey bundle I think uh, <laughs> you know yeah, that so. kind of <laughs> <laughs> I mean especially for uh, upcoming upcoming Black Friday right it, it only makes sense oh, to, to get your to get your hard uh, your hardware deal and a turkey uh, I will say uh, Elena I know you've been uh Elena, everybody on the PC World team has been working hard on uh, on on securing awesome deals for for the site. Mm. Some of them are already up. I will tell you the best deal that you can get yourself in on right now is if you go to the the Full Nerds Crowdmade merch shop. We have merch off for uh, if orders over forty dollars, we'll get ten percent off the whole order. I actually just bought like over two hundred and fifty dollars worth of stuff yesterday uh, for. Uh, <laughs> For, for for Christmas present easy Christmas presents uh so yeah and also up there brand new also part of the sale is uh the full nerd ugly sweaters you, you should you should get your ugly sweater oh action on uh can you can you show it on screen because they're so good oh could, yeah good I point love let me so much let me get a uh let me get a shot but I legit squealed when he showed us the mockups <laughs> it did look good although I understand the full nerd merch is so hard to get we're bundling it (laughs) (laughs) miners are all buying it so they can stay warm in the winter uh i'm I'm gonna drop a link uh into the into the chat here is it too soon to say if you buy more you save more uh yeah well (laughs) the more you buy the more you save 
Also, I, I will say the 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 ugly Christmas sweaters. I'm I'm bringing up the the photo uh, now, but the ugly Christmas sweaters are limited edition, uh, and the the ten percent sale I think stops it on the tenth. But the ugly Christmas sweaters will be through the the holidays. So I want to check it out now. Yeah. Uh. Well, I I, I pinned in the chat. You know, uh, go ahead and and talk about some other deals. I'll we'll, we'll come back to the the merch in a second. All right. So what what uh, what kind of deals is is it exciting? Are we going to find some good stuff? Actually, I, my first question, uh, mm. a real question, is a lot of the discourse around Alder Lake coming out twelfth gen is that uh, Ryzen could counter by lowering their prices. Are, are we seeing some some Ryzen deals for Ryzen oh, yeah. five thousand? Oh. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say that they're at fire sale prices, but I mean, it's not common. I mean, I don't. I wouldn't even say that. I can't recall. AMD ever dropping the prices on their current gen parts like absolutely dead low like super low um, usually it was always the previous generation and we're kind of far out from that now so you know Ryzen 3000 really isn't around that much anymore so I would say that the discounts we're seeing on the Ryzen 5000 parts are pretty mm, substantial might be a little strong but they're they're real nice and so if you're looking to build with a like 5800X, um, that's a really good part to get. Even 5900X is getting a pretty sweet discount. And obviously, obviously, if you live near a micro center, it's going to be even sweeter for you. Mm. Um, the surprising one, I don't know if it's still available. I forgot to check before we started. But the surprising super low like prices on CPUs has been on, uh, what is it, 10th gen Intel. There was that like 10700K for 150 bucks at the Tustin uh, Micro Center. <laughs> uh, one of our Discord members actually, oops, excuse me. One of our Discord members actually picked one up, I think just because it's like, how can I not? How can I not? <laughs> Give me a bag of chips, 10700K. <laughs> you know, you grab wow. one of those, you get some magazines in the checkout line, you know, you've completed your Saturday. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I wonder if they're I just, just going to start having those in the in the rack, like you know, like next to the gum, like ten seven hundred. Yeah. Like, before we move on, I just want to talk a little bit about those Ryzen five thousand chips. Uh, yeah. Just today, we've seen the fifty eight hundred X, the eight core one. Like it, it, re- it launched at four hundred fifty. It's been four hundred fifty most of its life. We've started to see some price drops in recent months as Autolay came out. Today we saw the lowest price ever so far. If you mm-hmm. use a certain code at Newegg, you can get it for three hundred and forty bucks. So that's over a hundred bucks off what it was, yeah. you know, six months ago. So that's great. But another thing, considering we were just talking about GPUs, uh, the best GPU of this year were those Ryzen <laughs> APUs, which hurts me in my heart. Still the right call. Uh, but both the 5600G and the 5700G are at like the best prices that they've been at this year. So if you're looking to get a chip that can also do integrated graphics to get you some sort of game, if you don't want to buy an outrageous $600 power supply 2060 bundle, uh, look for those APUs. They're on sale more than they ever have been. Yeah. If you're, if you're looking to build from scratch, I feel like the APU is the way to go. Because how hard it is, unless you unless you happen to have someone who's going to gift you their old GPU. But uh, I just did like, that to somebody. Oh, did made you? his life? Yeah, a teenager oh, nice. who's been working all summer washing dishes, trying to save up for a graphics card, hoping this would break, and it just never did. So I gave him. I had an old 980 Ti. 
Hi. Ain't gonna blow your socks off, but it'll get you a 1080p gaming at least. At this point, something is better than nothing. It's yeah. I mean, of course, if you play the right games, it's a stupendous card still. Yeah. Uh, but uh, speaking of uh, PC building, like from scratch versus picking up upgrades, um, I would say, you know, to answer Adam's question, um, I'm definitely seeing good deals this year, but they feel much more scattershot than other years. So, like, honestly, if y'all have been around for a while, you know that every year I write a story that's like the cheapest PC you can build using Black Friday deals. And usually in other years, I'll start it early so that as I see PC component deals, like I'll throw them up in the article and say like, hey, like if you're tracking with me and you want to actually do this like in real time with me, here's some stuff to consider. And then afterwards, I'm going to like go through it and like piece together what actually would be the cheapest, right? This year, I'm going to be doing it more as a um, temperature read so I haven't been actually posting it for everyone because I think it's just too hard to get so like for example there have been a couple like outstanding deals so the uh, micro center one on the 10700k um, even things like uh, Woot has surprisingly been a good source of PC component deals this year so I saw like B450 boards for like $50 on there at one point but they like came and went in like a heartbeat and then um similarly even a a one the everyone's tried and true the western digital one terabyte blue hard disk drive that came and went at like 25 bucks which is a great price but you know it's just really hard to capture these and i feel like if you're trying to build from scratch it is such a slog that i don't unless you're really determined or desperate like i don't feel like that's a thing that anyone really wants to go through this year so again that's just going to be kind of like an after the fact check for the article this year i would say though if you're looking to upgrade a specific component this year does have some nice like deals to keep an eye on so i uh, i think chattery was talking about this but some things i've seen are like ssds um ram uh, obviously ddr4 um power supplies actually are coming back to a decent price again um if you've been looking to upgrade that or i don't know maybe you have a friend who bought a 3070 and they're like hey my EVGA queue came through <laughs> do you want to buy this off me and you're like oh because I got to upgrade my power supply then you know you can probably grab one of those at a real nice price um, some of them do require rebates so just keep that in mind as usual uh, what else uh, AIOs Sorry, while you're thinking ahead. can I touch on something real quick that yeah, you yeah. just covered so you're talking about DDR4 RAM obviously mm-hmm. uh, if you're thinking of these CPU upgrades and whatnot that we're talking about so you can get some component deals be very careful upgrading to alder lake and getting a ddr5 motherboard that'll give you the most performance but ddr5 is through the roof but that's what you expect on the bleeding edge but it is sold out everywhere so if you're thinking about buying alder lake and going on ddr5 like don't pull the trigger on those until you're sure you have ddr5 regardless of whether or not it's on sale because you literally can't buy any right now and I just felt like that was worth getting the PSA warning out there. No, that's a good point. Um, also, it's like double the cost of DDR4. Just yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but even I, I think it's, it's actually going to be a drag on uh, Alder Lake this season. Yeah. But you know they have DDR4 in place. But. 
I mean, just a segue or like go on a tangent for a moment. Uh, like, I can't imagine there are that many people racing to adopt Alder Lake just yet as DIY builders, just given the overall state of PC building right now, though. Well, yeah. I think a lot of it is related to DDR. DDR5 is a drag, GPU is a drag. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, because you like to do it, but you know, you never know. Maybe they, there's definitely a class of people who have upgraded graphics card. And then For they're sure. riding a pretty old CPU. So those folks, but yeah, it's, you know, I've, you know, the Intel's big wins are always with, you know, pre-built OEMs, right? That's, that's where they, they, they rule. So I'm going to yeah. guess that's where the, the bulk of them are going. And that's probably where the bulk of the DDR5 is going. Even they have hard, hard times getting them, but DIY is probably going to be last year. Yeah. Um, just kind of round out what I've been seeing AIOs are actually hitting some nice prices not all of them but i mean i feel like that's the same with most black fridays where you know you have like what let's say 30 percent, 40 percent. that's just like that's not a deal and then you have like another i don't know i'm not doing the full math here so don't check me if it's not 100 percent. so 20 percent. that's like oh like that's okay like we see that year round like you can save some decent money and then there's like another X percent that's like, oh, that's actually a good deal. So again, you know, you just have to do your research, look up past prices on a part. Um, and there's like just things that are just kind of standing out to me. So on the topic of coolers, right? I think it's Newegg that has the Be Quiet Dark um, Dark Rock Pro 4. I think I'm getting the name right. The the nice, like the beefy one, right? The yeah, Noctua Contemptor. Uh, and uh, that one's like, I think at an all-time low. So it's like $65. And I mean, for a cooler that size and capacity, yeah, like it's, it's a good price. So like you can get some of these deals. Like a lot of the AIOs are kind of modestly, um, you know, discounted, decent, but like not like whoosh. That's like Black Friday pricing. But I saw like a Cooler Master one where it's like, oh, that's a nice cut, you know. So just kind of keep an eye out for those things where you're like, oh, that's like a much lower price than I've seen for that model. Can I use that? Will it fit my system? You know, that kind of thing. You just gotta have to do probably a little more thinking about whether or not it works for you. Although I wanted to say, Gordon, <laughs> going back to the storage thing, we're finally starting to see two terabyte SSDs at a price that you actually may be happier with. Like one thirty. So getting closer, so it's like around one fifty now. That's it's not bad. A, That's really not, not bad. bad. It's not bad, but it's not quite what you wanted. But we're getting there. It's just like we're just gonna like crawl our way there. Yeah, it's only time. three years overdue since I've been asking for that. So <laughs> I I'm wondering. I, I'm kind of wondering because how are deals on cases? Because you think that's where you would find a lot of deals this season. But from everything I hear, because of the supply constraints and cases are just big empty boxes you're mm. shipping across the ocean. Yeah, it's. I kind of wonder if those are going to go down or are they doing smart things like at the factory they're 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 packing that case with Flat like packing. dried fish inside <laughs> like well like, why are you shipping an empty case, case well, we put some dried fishy. fish and Wait. mushrooms in here and ship it across oh, please then you're me. like oh well no <laughs> um so on the topic of cases i was actually about to get to those next um i personally am not seeing a lot of variety in the case deals and they're not as deep cuts as I would have seen in previous years. Um, there are popular models on sale, so like H510, uh, Corsair 4000 series, you know, but, uh, again, not raw variety, not as steep discount as I would think, 
I was actually seeing better deals earlier in the year. And I think it really is related to the fact that there are container ships like sitting outside the port of Long Beach in New York and all of that. I mean, like we saw it with the H510 Flow when it released earlier this year. Like um, they had told me one price that was a decent amount below a hundred dollars and then they came back to me like maybe a couple days before launch and like uh we're actually gonna have to change that price and i was like oh shipping got you they're like yeah yeah we're hoping to yeah. bring it back down at some point but right now we can't it makes sense shipping price in general is up like 10x where it was at the start of all this and like Gordon was saying, these are big empty boxes. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm saying use that space. <laughs> wonder, Ooh, man, wonder, my system stinks, but uh, I saved 20 bucks getting it here. So. I wonder, honestly, if that's also fueling uh, all the case makers. I didn't think about this, and I, think I really should have. But I wonder if that's also uh, propelling all of the case makers to start building more affordable um, small form factor cases. Because, yeah. I mean, you can fit that many more in a container. I mean, that Q58 box was uh, was actually pretty small. <laughs> somebody, somebody was telling me, I was talking to a system builder, and they were saying that small form factors are actually, actually, it has not, it's actually gone the opposite of that. For sure. If I'm, I'm working off my memory, which doesn't work anymore, but <laughs> I think they said that a lot of small form factors are just kind of not really moving. So it's all about the, the bigger cases for some reason with the shipping. I don't know why, like maybe weight. You know, some of it might be weight related, but I, I don't know. I forgot yeah. what what the rationale was. I was kind of surprised. You would think that they would just sell tiny boxes, but <laughs> it's apparently well, not that way. The other, the one problem with small form factor is cost for the builder, right? Because you have to go mini ITX, and that already inflates things by, mm -hmm. you know, a decent amount. Um, although. I was looking at chat. I just saw Clayman said that uh, you know how IKEA is doing their whole line of gamer stuff, right? Mm -hmm. IKEA should do a flat pack PC case. <laughs> <laughs> that would, I, yeah, that would be brilliant, wouldn't it? Although I don't problem, hate the idea of wooden cases. I just kind of think like the problem with that is because it's IKEA, it'll fall apart within like I don't know. Just don't touch 48 it. Forty-eight months. Once once you like, build it, don't even look at it. No, but it'll eventually <laughs> get weaker and start to like as you like it'll as you take the side off. Eventually, it won't go on, and then that you know that particle board will start to come apart. <laughs> what about motherboards? How's mother is motherboard crazy? Any good? I mean. I feel like outside of the one, like the hand, like, uh, sorry, what the word I'm looking for, like the random one-offs, right? Like the Woot sale I mentioned, I'm not seeing like crazy great deals across the board. I feel like these are respectable deals, but you'd be able to pick them up like that year round at that kind of rate. It's not like, oh my God, it's Black Friday. Let the wallet open. <laughs> uh, well, speaking of shipping, it's funny, literally just... Two minutes ago, on my on my phone, I got a shipping notification for my my crowdmade order. I, I uh, like I said, I, I put in two hundred fifty bucks worth of uh, full nerd merch, and I just got a shipping notification. So you, you know that hopefully it'll get out uh, quick too. I do have a, a photo of it for the people who didn't click on the link. Uh, oop, you know, I went to the wrong one. There we go. Uh, and I I know I've heard your feedback. It is on my list of things to do is to take photos of us uh, and put them in the in the shop. But for now, we just have. Uh, Generic stock art models to model the Yeah, look at that. Like, like, look at that dude on the left side, lower left. Hey, I'm just believe me. Believe you're looking that cool. Don't worry. Full nerd T-shirt. Don't worry. I've I've emailed our merch manager. Was like, ah, this doesn't really work for. No, it's fine. It's 
just, it's uh, just actually, funny that you, you know, know what the, the full nerd pin uh, that actually is my photo. Oh. Uh, the the stock photo they had uh, was like unusable, so I was like, okay, I'll I'll, I'll take my own photo. It's on uh, <laughs> Lindsay's vest. Uh, I was gonna but, say yeah. that photo looked way too good to be part of their normal offering. Look at that guy! Look at that! He's like he's all like leaning up there. Hey man. Yeah. You want a motherboard? You know, well, I just bought a bundle. It's, got two motherboards. No, no, no. This guy's this guy literally <laughs> says, uh, "I game at nineteen by 10. That's that's that shirt on the back. that oh, says, okay. "I game at nineteen by 10. So, yeah, I would yeah. love to see Keith recreate that photo. <laughs> <laughs> Keith would look cool. Keith would look cool. Uh, but yeah, no, it look way better. <laughs> uh, and yeah, smooth, smooth, shirty, smooth thirty shirts are coming as well. But. Uh, for now, we, we we got what we got. We got the. What are you doing to my Christmas wallet, Adam? Stuff. I'm sorry. God, yeah. if I can get I Dan Sableson to say that, we can just like smooth thirty. Just hit it, hit it on. Does that sound like the robot from Futurama, though? Smooth <laughs> <A vendor>. thirty. <laughs> no, the other one, the cop. There's the cop. Smooth oh, yeah. thirty. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Uh, oh, it's about time to watch the Claws episodes of Futurama. Yes. Speaking of, ooh, that just got me excited. <laughs> Sorry, I got very much distracted by the Futurama reference. That's okay. I, I, I got distracted <laughs> I mean, by a merch. So. I feel like that's a little more exciting than Black Friday this year. Although I feel like every year this happens, right? Like I'm waiting through everything. I show up on the show and I look exhausted and tired. And I'm like, yeah, everything is fine. <laughs> and I was like, why aren't you more excited? I'm like, everything is fine. <laughs> it, it, so outside the box, is are there good deals on like, like maybe headphones, mics, keyboards? Is that, are you seeing like peripheral kind of junk, kind of like, clearly they can bundle everything with motherboards and those things, but I'm wondering if there's any, should people be on the lookout this year? Maybe monitors, so, maybe monitors. So a uh, quick plug to our new colleague, uh, Michael Kreider's uh, gaming and uh, keyboard, mouse, all that roundups. Uh, he's been the point person on all of that, so he honestly would be a better person to uh, talk in depth about that. I would say from just like the kind of bird's eye view just for like me scanning everything i think to me it seems the same as everything else with pc building where it's like yeah you have these one-offs that are like pretty good um very rare to see like something where it's like oh i gotta drop everything like sorry can someone else change the baby right now like you know kind of like that level but uh i don't know i i like that metric <laughs> no, actually, drop the baby. What do you drop the baby for? I, I would Not say they drop the baby. I just like <laughs> clean the baby of its uh of its drop. Oh, or... I thought you said like mid change because I was thinking like, hey, baby, just deal with the poo for a little longer. I gotta order this. <laughs> just She's, sit like, in looking it. up with you, just like just I'm in, in my it. poo here. <laughs> it's a good deal, kid. Then you tell nobody about that parenting decision. <laughs> well, the kid's I, like, uh... what do you need with two motherboards? Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, let me. I, do you mind if I hop in here for a second, Elena? Yeah. So I've been working with Mike and Ash, our other new writer uh, editor, uh, for a bunch of this stuff. For me personally, with what a bummer's been for building all year long. I think if you're sitting on extra money from stimulus, from not going on vacation, from not being able to upgrade to a new GPU or console or anything, like. The deals aren't spectacular on keyboard and mice and peripherals like that, but I think they are juicy enough that if you haven't invested in a real nice gaming keyboard, a real nice gaming mouse and stuff, like I think 
taking the time this holiday to put your money there rather than just sitting on it and waiting for GPUs is a smart move. Like there are some pretty decent deals on some really great gear out there. <clears throat> and uh, monitors, I just want to say, one, monitor prices have been actually getting really, really good the last year, year and a half or so. Like you can get very high refresh rate monitors for a lot less than you probably think. And you can also get higher resolution monitors for a lot less. You can get a 4K60 monitor for 250 bucks easy these days. Uh, a lot of people treat monitors as appliances. So again, if for whatever reason your upgrade hopes, like I had hoped to upgrade my PC this year, it didn't happen. Uh, I might be in the market for a new keyboard. I'm definitely in the market for a new mouse. If you haven't upgraded your monitor in forever, could you treat it like an appliance? Like, go out there and look at those deals because there's a lot of awesome stuff you can get for a lot less money than you think. <laughs> we're going to have actually, in the past, we haven't had dedicated deals to those categories, but we're going to this year because I think this is a really good year to have peripherals on your radar. <laughs> yeah. Nice. When, yeah. when, uh, when will the, these awesome articles land on PCWorld.com? Uh, several of them already are. Uh, my steel went up from Ash yesterday. Uh, monitors and keyboards, if they're not up yet, they'll be up today or tomorrow. And there's a bunch of other stuff as well. You know, it's Black Friday season. Nice. Yeah. Keep it locked. Uh, I do have a, a 45 Danish Krone super chat from Eek44, friend of the show. Thank you so much. Said, here in Denmark, Black Friday is not good. It's cheaper after the new year. Have a nice day. Happy USA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is regional. It is regional. So everything, obviously, we're talking about applies to the uh, original OG, if you will. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Black Friday experience here in the United States. Yep, yep. Uh, also, uh, uh, Dave, Davis Lawrence said that he just opened up his Meshalicious box and it's full of mushrooms. I, gonna, I saw that. Yeah. I was going to ask. I was like, the good kind of mushroom? Or... Oh, well, yeah. Well, one way or the other. It's a surprise. Surprise. Uh, all right. A- anything else on, on Black Friday we, we want to cover or any thoughts? Uh, um, I would just say for, for my end, at least, like, again, because I'm just kind of scanning everything and I've been doing a little bit more lifestyle coverage this year. Like, I would say that for just tech in general, if you're looking for, like, gadgets, there's still some pretty good deals on those. So it could also be a year where, like, say you decide to turn your house into a smart home, you know, or uh, just buy a bunch of gifts that are more like in that vein of lifestyle type things. Uh, also, just because I am the deals person in general, I will say that like general lifestyle. So like if you're buying gifts like makeup, clothes, that kind of thing, I'm seeing some pretty good like cuts on that end. It seems like that those places with like, you know, uh, like a retail presence, that kind of thing, I think they're hurting. So they're trying to really get people in mm. or get their money. Mm. So uh, it's a joke, but kind of not a joke where I say like buy socks, like really nice socks for yourself. Like now is a good time to do that. Mm. Treat yourself. Mm. <laughs> nice. All right. Uh, stuff, stuff the socks in your shipping container with your, your new PC case. There you go. Yeah. It won't smell at all either because they're not used yet. Yeah, there you go. I dig it. Uh, all right. Let's uh, switch over some Q&A. We, we have, it's, uh, it's been a couple weeks since we did some some questions so we got some good ones lined up if you want to get your question read right now uh you can at me in the chat at pc world in the chat uh or any other time you can go over to discord we have a awesome community over there and we have a a a channel for full nerd questions that you can drop in and i will hopefully get to them in the show i do have a couple uh super chats to get to before we 
get to normal questions. Uh, Mike Quinton gave us $40. Thank you so much. Friend of the show said, uh, who is Alder Lake for laptop surface pro or desktop? Well, it scales all the way from mobile. I mean, they already announced basically they're going to be doing Alder Lake and mobile. Um, when they announced, uh, the, the original part a few weeks ago, God, was it a month ago? So yeah, it's going to scale all the way from mobile laptop from, sort of H class down to U class, um, probably lower power versions too, all the way up to desktop. And, and clearly, you know, uh, in Sapphire Rapids is basically a, the server workstation version of it. So it's, they're typically are going to use the cores all the way across the whole range. Hmm. Okay. Uh, we have a $10 super chat from simping for Gordon. Uh, how do you feel about pre-builds advertising a GT730, but under the cooler, it is a Fermi 430 chip that performs worse than iGPUs? Will this push people away from PC gaming? I, I'm not sure what they're referencing, so, but... Gamers Nexus had a video of an iBuy power system that they were selling oh, with cool. a GT730, which by itself is garbage, but it was actually that chip, oh. and it was getting like three frames per second at 1080p. Uh. I, I'm not that familiar with the GT730, but a lot of those really kind of low end parts, they were all, they weren't they remarked anyway? I mean, like the 730 wasn't really probably a seven yeah, class. So, I mean, it probably is sort of like the same level of, you know, poo GPU, right? So I don't, I don't know if, yeah, no, it's, it's terrible. You should always, be straight up with your customers and not misrepresent what it is. I have a hard time believing that they would flat out do that unless they were some kind of like somebody has approved it in a way that is going to, is going to shield them from legal liability. Cause you can't, you can't buy a Corvette with a, a V8 and get a V6 in it. You can't, you can't do that. So, but if GM says, well, our V6 performs like a V8 or whatever, or it's, you know, who knows there's, there's always somebody involved with that. And and yeah, I do. I think it's it sucks for for PC gaming. Um, this arguably, and you could argue this goes all the way back to lack of Ryzen. The whole GP storage this last twenty four months. PC gaming would be clearly crushing everybody. All games be the alpha alpha predator of of all gaming, but it's been heavily limited by lack of gpus and i would argue and everybody knows this that it is it has been harming pc gaming for months now and eventually there's like you know what screw you i'm gonna go play you know something else so then you could then you got to go back and try to capture that audience all over again hopefully it's just temporary but yeah no it's it's bad everything is bad it's that's bad lack of gpus is bad the fact that people just can't get into a really cool thing that we're all into is bad so yeah it just sucks for everybody and i think everybody knows it in regards to that that system in particular i agree with gordon that i don't think they would intentionally put a 430 or whatever in a case when they advertise the 730 like that's straight up illegal if that's what you're advertising uh but that being said even if it was a 730 in there i think you know having a ryzen 3600 system advertising it as a gaming system and then putting a 730 in there is kind of sketchy to begin with. Like, there's nothing illegal about that, but it does. It's it's not particularly nice feeling. Feels pretty gross. So, yeah, I guess do your homework. 
Mm. Yeah, it feels like it feels like some companies are starting to take advantage of this a bit. And I think even disregarding the fact that that had a 430 in it, if it actually had a 730, that's taking advantage of the situation and people who don't know better. Yeah, but I guess I mean it was Ryzen, right? So it's not like was it there? There was no option, I guess, to sell a version with an IGP. So yeah, but they still has a gaming system. Yeah, so. no, that's a bummer part. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, again, you know, if I were a lawyer, I would say you can play these two D games, you know, because you can <laughs> play whatever that you can. There's games you can Solitary. play. It's defensible there, but no, it's terrible because the problem is the, the the person who buys that computers. It's going to be most likely on a limited budget, or they're going to have a parent buy them, and parents are like, I don't know what to buy. It was a gaming computer, I'll buy it. Now that person's going to be like, I can't, you know, they're going to be playing Counter-Strike at like minus seven frames a second, and they're going to get turned mm. off from PC gaming, mm. and they're going to go, well, this sucks. You know, I thought it was going to be better than console, and no, it's bad. Yeah. If it's minus seven frames per second, does that mean you're actually running outside? <laughs> no, you're actually like you are playing Counter Strike, and you actually slow down people around you. <laughs> what the hell? Like, why are my frame rates dipping? He, he's Somebody's running in, there in with reverse. The GT seven thirty. How is he running right? in reverse? Oh my god, Tenet! That was a terrible movie. Oh my god! I was like, yeah, Christopher Nolan. He's never. Oh, yeah, he did make a stinker. Uh, was, that was uh, a pure stinker. Yeah. Uh, all right, a couple more questions. Uh, Running backwards. was like, okay, that's maybe cool for about five seconds, but, like, this is just stupid. Uh, David Richards asks, uh, would a RTX 3080 uh, Ti FTW3 draw too much power from a small form factor 750-watt power supply? Uh... That's awfully close. Like I would, not, I, if I was sticking that card inside of a small form factor case, like if you're comfortable with it, ideally I would recommend undervolting it to begin with. So if you go that rate, you're fine. I think it technically fits within the specs, but if you're in a hot place or a place where you might use more electricity, I'd be nervous that that's awfully close to skirting the line. So if you're going that route, especially in a small form factor PC, I would strongly recommend undervolting. And in that case, I would feel much more comfortable with it. Okay. I think 750 watts is the min spec that the 3080 Ti advertises. But if you remember back to when Ampere first came out, it kind of got lost in the fact that you can't buy any of these cards. But they they can't have power spikes. Like when they when they hit there, it, Seuss talked about it before these even came out. You know, we're, we're showing that this is a clean signal coming through. It's still the case. So you don't want to accidentally all of a sudden just have this crazy spike that'll crash your system. So small form factor, powerful card like that. Undervolt. And buy also buy a quality power supply. Yes, sir. There you go. Uh V Brat Station had a random thought. It said, uh, how expensive would it be to get a thirty eighty TI performance on an APU or would that ever be possible? Sure, that'll be possible in about twenty thirty seven probably. <laughs> I would get, well, I mean it probably won't be that far out, but it's I was gonna say see you in ten years. Yeah. Think about think about just think about the the components themselves right like you have an apu here's this chip now you have a 3080 ti there's a reason all of those cards come in big three slot monstrosity cards like you know you very rarely see two slot cards even anymore at the high end it's all big three slot cards so it has to advance far enough to be able to shrink that massive three slot graphics card down to a little like half of that little chip 
So, like Gordon says, it'll be possible in 2037, but don't get your hopes up anytime soon. Yeah. Plus, you're thinking about, you've got to have the RAM, because rather than having dedicated super fast RAM and the bus, you're going to use integrate. You're going to use the the RAM in your motherboard, and it's going to be terrible. So, and then you, you're down on. There's simply limited board space, power requirements. It, it feels like it's so far away. It there's no. I wouldn't have been bothered to think about it, even though people will will then scream at you that the M1 Max is as fast as a 3080. <laughs> Yeah, maybe in a laptop configuration, which does not compare to the desktop 3080. Well, we, we do have a, a a sneaky way to get to it. A, a Philly 215 in the chat says uh, you can just run it on a, a GeForce Now 3080 subscription. There you go. There, yeah. <laughs> 3080 uh, performance on an APU. Has, has there, have we ever gone an entire like podcast without the GeForce <laughs> Now plug? It wasn't me this time. It was a sign of the time. time. It was the chat. It was the chat. Although, I would say, though, the idea of having that level integrated graphics is really fun. But I also feel like in, was it, 2037, that is still going to be the equivalent of integrated graphics. Just keep that yeah. in mind. Yeah, true, true. Yeah. Well, but also, you know, the world is changing and, I think I've alluded to this before, but would people accept large-scale integration from somebody who owns the CPU and GPU to make that possible, but basically make it so it's not compatible with anybody else's hardware, and it's possible that it's all soldered down because you're not going to do that in a socket, you know? Is you that mean, something? like, completely lock out the ability to like add on a discrete card later? Well, I mean, you, you'd probably have... You have the argument that, oh, we have sort of, you know, whatever, you know, PCI 7. But what I'm saying is would this audience, would the DIY audience um, accept, you know, integration of CPU, GPU, memory controllers, and memory down on the board to get, because you really would have to have memory, or you'd have to have BGA soldered in memory. You'd have to have everything. You know, like, again, like if, if M1 Max is sort of like that roadmap, they can do that because they have total control and you know what? There's nothing, there's no upgrade ever possible, even on the desktop version. You know, is that something the PC DIY crowd would accept is what I'm saying. I don't think so. I think that's a leading question. What? <laughs> the answer is no. Objection. Leading. Uh, okay. Uh, we've got a good question um, that we've been holding on to from Dark Helmet. Uh, they they had messaged me this uh, a couple weeks ago, but I was like, you know what? You should put this in the chat and uh, and we'll we'll bring it up on the show. So this is over on Discord. Uh, question for Gordon Brad. What do you do with all the benchmark data that you generate? Do you keep it long-term? How are results from current reviews compared against older review results? Is there anything you'd like to do with your data that you can't? Uh, just curious about your whole data process, which I kind of have a glimpse into, but I was like, you guys can answer better than I do. You can go first if you want, Gordon. Um, you know, in the old days, and I really mean the old days, you could recycle benchmark results a lot more than you can today. It is just moving way too fast with drivers, operating systems, BIOS updates. You know, there's just so many things that that move that you, you know, unless you literally have the bench space for, you know, eight systems. I remember when I first did the Ryzen review, I had like six different systems set up running at the same time. Um, right now, I've just kind of like, I've focused on just doing like maybe two comparisons because that's, you can go deeper into two comparisons 
in my limited limited space in my garage at home. Whereas, um, you just what I'm saying as I I wish I could recycle a lot of numbers, but I can't. I just can't. Everything is moving too fast. Like this, even the applications. Like I've been trying to do some um, Topaz Labs tests. Like they roll a new version every like two weeks, and it invalidates everything I've ever done. So you literally have to start all over again. So I don't the the Benchmarks for me have a very, very short shelf life, unfortunately. I wish they would last longer. Some are certain things you can, like Cinebench doesn't really change much. You can do that. But most of them, you just you start over again every time. It's like Groundhog Day. Yeah, for graphics cards, like you'll notice that our suite tends to stay more static than some other sites that are rapid and do things all the time. That's because we're trying to compare the graphics cards' performance directly. And that way is a way that we can reuse that data within certain restraints. Like if it's been more than a month or two, or if there's probably longer than that, three months, let's say, uh, and there hasn't been a significant driver update, I will sometimes reuse data from a graphics card under our current testing suite. Uh, but like Gordon was saying, with the way BIOS and drivers up, not BIOS for graphics cards so much, but driver updates, game updates, all that stuff, you really can't reuse the older stuff so much. Uh, that being said, I just opened up my spreadsheet and I took over graphics cards reviews back in the day. And I still have all my performance numbers from like the GTX 650 Ti. Uh, I got a Radeon R7 250X. Like I do keep all of that information, but it's utterly useless aside from historical reference today. So. Although sometimes, you know, I find I... I think it can be used correctly if you say, like, here's some older data. I don't, you know, obviously I'm saying that this is older information. I've generated this before, but we generally think it's it's still useful information. I'll I'll do that on occasion, like Cinebench sometimes uh, you might do, or even for, like, I, I think like 3D Mark, the one reason I love synthetic benchmarks like 3D Mark is 3D Mark really doesn't change, right? So like, yeah. the 3D Mark comparison is, is a great way to make comparisons for, for graphics sometimes in, a, in like a laptop is where I'll often use it. Hmm. I was just going through my benchmarks. So I was going to say exactly that. I still have some old 3D Mark Firestrike extreme results. Mm-hmm. And if I ran that on a thing today, I could compare that to this older one. It might be a slightly different revision, but it's still the same broad strokes just. Hmm. Uh, I forgot I even tested on Rise, Son of Rome. Like, I forgot that was even a game. So, for further context, um, Dark Helmet, I think, has a, a background in, in data analytics or something like that. So, maybe speak to the how, how you store the numbers. Is it Are you just using Excel, Excel spreadsheets, using that to generate charts, things like that? What, what What's your process? Excel spreadsheets, using that to generate charts. I <laughs> wish we had something better because I am crap at making excel charts and they're all ugly as heck we're hoping to make them look prettier in the future but yeah it's still just old school spreadsheet grinding yeah and i also keep it in a spreadsheet and uh, a lot of reviewers will run scripts i tend to avoid scripts because they all break and you're kind of wondering what broke and you're spending more time fixing the script so i generally run everything by hand and also, I think that gives me freedom to go like, well, you know what? I'm. If you're running a script, you often never want to upgrade that software because it works. You change something, it breaks. You do it by hand. I can go like, I'm going to download the latest version of Topaz Labs, and I'm going to test this because it, it has to. It would be, it would simply be wrong 
to use a six month old version of an application and there, if there've been 10 versions of it. So hmm. I'm a little bit different because graphics yeah. stuff, you know, are different. Uh, but what I typically do, I like to use built in benchmarks. I don't quite do it by hand. Like I don't run manual benchmarks. I try to avoid doing that cause it's already time consuming enough as is. But what I'll do is whenever a new game comes out with an automated benchmark, I will run a bunch of tests with that, but I'll also do it while running OCAD or something like that. So I can get the data that the benchmark is spitting out. I can validate it with the OCAD data and I can say, yes, this is doing what you expect it to do. It's not lying. Cause like when the one that sticks out in my head the most is the first division game came out, like the numbers it was spitting out did not match what was actually happening oh. for like the first six months. Thanks. So that's why if you go, you'll, you'll see I eventually added a division in, but that's because I do go in and validate all that stuff and eventually an update fixed that. It's the same reason we don't have Forza in our roundups because the weather is automatically generated in the Forza benchmark. Oh. So sometimes it'll be sunny, sometimes it'll be rainy. Uh-huh. So there is, you know, all these qualifying things that I do before I will start using a benchmark. <laughs> so you just got to make sure it's all repeatable and accurate. And also the last thing is you always have to question yourself because I've done this a long time. I've had some mistakes, some of them big, some small, and you always have to go like, did I screw up first? And are my methods, are they still correct? Do they still apply today? Am I doing something from 10 years ago that doesn't matter today? So always be willing to change and accept you should accept what the numbers tell you. You shouldn't accept what you want it to fit. You can't, predetermine where you expect it to go and it's just accept that you can be wrong if i any good reviewer should should be able to accept that oh man i really screwed that one up so <laughs> it happens nice and yeah. that's where a lot of people there's a lot of controversy around reviewers guides i noticed in a lot of forums online stuff like that people go oh they're telling them what benchmarks to run intel amd nvidia they're telling them what benchmarks. No, those reviewers guides are for a frame of reference for exactly what Gordon was just talking about. Because when this new technology comes out, nobody knows, aside from the people in the company, how it's supposed to run. So you get you get your results. You go, oh, yeah, that broadly aligns with what Intel or AMD and NVIDIA said. I'm testing it a little bit differently, so the numbers are a little bit different. It all makes sense, though. We're good to go. So that's what a reviewer's guide is for, just to peel yeah. back more further into yeah. inside baseball. It's, uh, it's not unlike just having somebody tell you for general tech gadgets like these are the features you should expect and as opposed to just handing it to you and like letting you figure out what it does so they're not Mm -hmm. telling you that it's supposed to perform like that they're not telling you to interpret that feature as great they're just telling you this is what to expect and then from there as a reviewer you can then put your own opinion on it that went deep hopefully it uh i like it satisfied dark Helmets, whose name I love, question. And, and I'll say I, I, I hate Excel. I just, I can't stand Excel. So, yeah, I'm yeah, but, glad uh, I don't have to use it. <laughs> um, and if you told me when I was almost 40, I'd be playing video games and playing around with computer hardwares for a living, I'd be like, yes, and I still am because this job is awesome. <laughs> but I did not know just how much Excel spreadsheet would consume of my life in this job. Yeah, <laughs> like right. half of my life is in the spreadsheet now. <laughs> Uh well we got a, a five to, uh, another five dollar super chat from simping for Gordon thank you so much said uh, Gordon do you need a benchmark assistant assistant uh, we can devise new ways to mess with Patrick while we wait on benchmarks Patrick is me by the way <laughs> you know I, it is great to have somebody run benchmarks for you um, I've had you know interns in the past uh, do them but sometimes it's 
I like to run them myself because <laughs> you don't really like, did you really do this right? Because it, it, you know, I feel like I should get the hands on with it rather than some places that might have a lab do it and then give you a report at the end. I, I would rather do it myself. That's that's my preference. I'm old school, though. So were you were you here when we had the lab? No. Well, not the the first time around. Yes, that was a long time ago, though, but. Yeah, we used to have a PC World lab where they would do all the tests. They'd give the information to the editors and writers and stuff. They were all awesome guys who were great at their job. But I agree 100 percent what Gordon said. Like, if I'm testing and reviewing a graphics card, it's because I tested and reviewed the graphics card. There's often one or two little niggly things that pop up, and if you don't have firsthand experience with it, you can't speak to it. So mm, interesting. Uh, well, speaking of lab, uh, friend of the show, Duke Nukem. Duke Nukem. Uh, over on on Discord, asked uh, Linus Media Group uh, sh- uh, showed a video recently about their new lab idea, uh, where they will now like most likely pursue web based written reviews and benchmark breakdowns. Uh, I am curious to know your thoughts as journalists whether this is potentially good for your business or if you feel threatened by Linus Media Group jumping into the fray. I will say uh, he. There was a little bit of chatter in Discord after he had posted this question. Uh, he got it a little wrong. They're generating like more like white papers and, and research kind of things. I don't think they're going to do straight up uh, articles. But it also applies to us because uh, IDG also has a sister company, IDC, that does uh, data analysis. So what do you think? Um, so Linus is going to He have... bought a whole nother property. <laughs> oh, he bought a whole nother property and they were going to generate performance data that yeah he's going to have all sorts of testing things an anechoic chamber thermal testing you know uh, kind of spit out a lot of like research and white papers and, and things like that uh i would watch the video but i only had it on the background i only had paid attention yeah uh which i guess kind of tells you my opinion of it like good for them good for them to be being so successful expanding their business i didn't pay enough to the attention to the particulars to know if they're talking about just another general website like we have or an analytics kind of firm or analyst kind of firm like idc is but yeah good for them i mean if it is something like pc world then i guess they'd be a competitor but a cool thing about this business is that nobody actually really looks at it that way at least not on our level like up at the suit level it might be different but like when steve from gamers nexus puts out an awesome video we're all like hey man that was an awesome video steve same with paul same with jay same with competitors at not even competitors other people at pc magazine at engadget and stuff we're all yeah. homies who like the same cool stuff so the more success to go around the merrier yeah. and honestly the more voices the better because you know sometimes it takes one person to spot something that everyone else you know happened to miss so it's just better to have more eyes on things in general especially from the perspective of journalism you know like if we're here to serve the people it's better to have as many people doing that as possible mm-hmm yeah, no, and I, you know, again, it's it's always good to have more voices and, you know, taking it to another level. There have been a lot of people that have really sort of changed, like, views. Like, Gamers X has really changed sort of, like, how some things can be reviewed. I mean, they really took things to a different level. Everybody takes it to a different level. A hard run box, like, their mono reviews are, are spectacular these days. I mean, it's just sort of, and it, it's good. It's, it, as a consumer, it's good, more information for you. I'm not sure what uh they're doing with the, the the data if they're shopping it to other outlets or or they're basically doing is it going to be more of an in-house analysis like sometimes hardware vendors will 
will want an opinion on the product from a, a, an independent lab and they may send it. If that's what they're going to do, that's, that's, that's a different kind of business, but yeah, more, more is better. There's nothing. The best way to drown out bad information is to have more good information out there. That's what I firmly believe. If it is like a white paper kind of solutions for these companies, like that could bring up some ethics issues, but I think Linus has been exceptional in navigating those tricky waters. Those those can be – they shouldn't be, but they can be very tricky ethics waters. But I think that group in particular has done a great job, and I, if that is the case of what they're doing, I have no doubt that they would do it right. Nice. Yeah. Uh, let's get to a couple more questions before we get out of here. We just got a 20-pound super chat from Old Man Brian in front of the show. Thank you so much. He said, uh, I was sorely disappointed at the laptop category for best hardware 2021 since it's evident that no one looks at laptops if they do only at the start of the year when new gpus and cpus are released the lenovo legions should have won well i mean definitely ford should have won instead of chevy so that's a big thing <laughs> there were there were really a lot of good comments on on the legion i tried to get one unfortunately i could not get one um so ultimately what do i just go off of reputation of somebody liking it that's just it is a good it is a good laptop everybody says it's good i didn't get one to see so unfortunately that's 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 the that's that's how it plays out and uh, again i think the you couldn't argue that the uh the ge 76 raider was a terrible laptop to me so uh, also, I'll, I'll say we, we haven't had a chance to address it since uh, it happened, but man, we generated a lot of discussions about the best of. What What is the best of? We we had a yes. lot of people in Gordon's camp that's like, no, the best of is the thing that goes the fastest and has the biggest numbers. And a lot of people are like, oh, you know, the best of can can be a really good deal. Uh, you know, we uh, to a certain degree, we intentionally <laughs> to. Yeah, exactly. To, to a certain degree, intentionally, we kind of. Uh, don't lay out what the best of is when we do the categories because sometimes it's different uh and it it, it makes for a, a good discussion uh for the show vc jester did uh give a good point of like <clears throat> instead of saying best of maybe we say like like cpu of the year or gpu of the year we we, we could go down that route you know uh so it could still encompass it but <laughs> on the article version i think we went with our favorite rather than best of think that's the way elena worded it and i agree with so that's what we went but if you can't just do best of based off your performance because every year it'd just be whatever 2080 ti update there is or whatever but it's literally so, the best of it's the best one you can't get a better one than that <laughs> no, no there's, like, there's valid perspectives from all points <laughs> I, I like how brad slips in the 2080 ti reference still. <laughs> he still has to let it go that was a good card <laughs> you know and if you think about it that's people who, who bought those 2080 ti's you're still rolling those now, and they're great cards still. So, I just want to talk about the laptop stuff before we go away. Uh, we actually do. I think we're going to be testing a couple of Legion laptops next month. But to Gordon's point, like we have a decent amount. Like we have like eight or ten different people who review laptops for us. If you know each of us reviews one to two a month, that's still you know just a drop in the pan, drop in the bucket compared to the total amount of laptops that are out there so we do what we can 
that's why you should always look around and look at all kinds of other reviewers. You should look at everybody. We could tell you what the best of what we tested, but if we test 60, 70 laptops in a year, that's still a fraction of what's out there. I mean, and, and once again, the, the, you know, the, the definition of best of, we were only talking about things that we have experience with as opposed mm-hmm. to the best of everything out there because we don't know everything out there. Uh, and I would disagree with going into the category thing because – you don't watch the Academy Awards to see the best documentary, you know, category winner. Even though the thing is, if you one year, if you had the best movie be a documentary, then it should win instead of also winning its own category. I think it just should simply be the best. Like everybody would agree. With I mean, that. we do have categories though, like CPU, GPU. Case. No, I know, yeah. but you know, best GPU. Well, that's why best GPU of the year would yeah. <laughs> actually be a GPU. So, <laughs> I mean, integrated graphics are a GPU. Oh, really? It wasn't best graphics because I it was I, best GPU. Best GPU. <laughs> I only want to buy the GPU part of that to use with my Alder Lake. Then, Brad, can I do that? Oh, the GPU? No. I just love how we laid the groundwork right. for this in 2018. <laughs> right. uh, all right. Uh, last question, then we'll get out of here. VC Jester, uh, friend of the show, of course, uh, has a great question. Uh, why do hot dogs come in packs of 10, browts come in packs of 5, and bun- buns come in packs of 8? So you buy more, obviously. Because math is pay. hard. Just buy more until everything evens up. It's to reinforce that you should have paid attention when you were learning fractions and common denominators in school. So you got to get, you know, some's coming five, some coming eight. So that means you got to get forty. That's all you got to do. That's all you got. Because there's there's no compatible standards. There's there's been there's been no (laughs) ATX standard for for dogs and buns. Like the front panel pin connectors. No, I mean you know what? It's like what do they care? It's not their problem. So and there's different lengths too. I wonder if this is the same in every country. I wonder if there's a country out there where it actually does line up. Oh. We should all move there. Oh, crap. No I'm math su- necessary. I'm surprised nobody's taking advantage of that as a marketing thing. Like, hey, look, we sell 10 dogs in the pack. Go and buy our brand, our brand of, of, of buns that matches this pack. Like, it should be, like, color-coded, like, this matches. Oh, color-coded. I like but then you know, what, you know what you can do is you're going to buy those 10 dogs and 10 buns, and you get people like my wife. Oh, I... I'm not going to eat a bun. So come on, you're throwing the whole thing off. Right? Like I bought 10 buns. Like you end up with like two stupid buns at the end. Like what? who didn't eat the bun? You got to eat the bun. You got to eat the bun. <laughs> that sounds good, but I would still totally just get the store brand buns. <laughs> Whatever's cheapest for $1.20 for eight or whatever. Those are scary. I have some muffins I bought two years ago in my garage. <laughs> they are still good. Like, they're still what? soft, and what? there's no mold. No. I'm waiting for them to go bad. No way. It's like yeah. the end of Super Size Me. Did oh you ever see that movie? That was a funny movie. Yeah. Well, actually, uh, we got a, a loaf of uh, a baguette from the, the store yesterday. It's a local brand. I, I can't remember the name of it, but they, on, on the package, said... Uh, you know, a- after two days, uh, you know, you can warm it up and it's still a little soft. After four days, it's, it's uh, you know, you'll need to, to cut it up and, and toss it into to something. And then there, after after a week, uh, you can use it as a, a hammer. Uh, <laughs> really? Yeah, just something funny. Um, if you ever yeah. get Top Dogs, because you buy them in bulk. Sorry, last tip. If, you, if you're here, you buy the Top Dog and you buy them in bulk. Those buns won't last more than two days. I, I, like they will start to mold immediately, so you know no it's a market of, of good bread. So, yeah. Okay. Well, 
fun. Now, now I'm hungry. Of course, you know yeah, we had to, to get a, a food one right at right at Time the to end. Get a big rib. Uh, yeah. So, uh, Gordon, uh, t- take us out of here. So check back next week. Uh, oh God. This drinking the tea just the, the tongue is stuck. Check back next week for your fix of PC talk on the full nerd. For audio listeners, subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or Stitcher. And if you're on one of the services, please leave a review and the bun and um wiener industry will create an an industry standard to hopefully match up one day. Send questions and comments to the full nerd at PCworld.com. Thanks for coming. I'm Gordon Ung with Brad Tarkas. I'm thankful for each and every one of y'all rocking on this podcast with me. And for each and every one of y'all tuning in every week. Happy Thanksgiving, y'all. Oh, I forgot about that. Yes. Happy Turkey Day, Anna Lane Yee. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. May your deals be sweet. <laughs> I'm going to go buy two motherboards now. <laughs> I don't even need them. Adam Patrick Murray. It's going to take us out. Uh, as, as, as a salty deal. <laughs> as, uh, as chairman of the wiener industry, uh, I'd like to thank everybody for tuning in. Uh, and, yeah, th- thanks, everybody, on the show for being uh, awesome. So we will see you next time. We've only got four more episodes left in the year. Oh, my God. What? The same person running the wiener and bun thing? They're the one who put that deal together. What's wrong? What? What the, what, you can't put a bundle with two motherboards and one GPU. That doesn't make any sense. What are you talking about? Where would you come from? I I made buns. What are you talking about? (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah. Uh, Let's let's go counter buns. (laughs) Goodbye.